Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. If I face what really happened to me, I will lose my mind. And that's that's what trauma does to you. You feel like, man, no, no, no. I, I, I have to basically avoid this. It's too overwhelming. But we know to really have healing, we've got to face the reality and the truth. And we've got to walk through it versus avoid it. Today's guest wants to help those who have been broken by a traumatic event find triumph, find healing and wholeness from past pain. We're joined today by Dr. Gregory Jantz. He is a world-renowned expert on depression, anxiety, eating disorders, technology addiction, and abuse. He's an author. His latest book is called Triumph Over Trauma. And today on Connections, he is going to share with us how we can get to a place of healing. We're joined today by Gregory Jantz. He is the founder of the Center a place of hope. He is also a popular speaker and an award-winning author of several books, including his latest one, Triumph Over Trauma, which we are going to get around to right away. But first of all, we just want to get to know you a little bit better and hear a little bit more about uh, the center, a place of hope. Right. This is our 39th year. Wow. Just to say that. So we've been showing up here for 39 years. We're a facility where people come, they stay, they're with us four weeks, six weeks. A very unique process. We're a whole person, meaning that uh, we have team that covers the, the whole person. So we're going to look at medical issues, psychiatric issues. We're going to look at uh, counseling, fitness. We even have natural health care as well as dietitians. Blend it all together for the whole person approach. And uh, it's exciting. I'm looking out over the window. It's a beautiful day. I look at the waterfront and the majestic mountains. So it's fun to come and show up each day. It sounds beautiful. What drew you into this type of ministry, though? Yes, it was um, met my wife in college and really had a vision for how do we deliver mental health services differently? And by that, I mean, more than just a, having a appointment once a week with somebody, but how do we really get uh, down to core issues and work with the whole person? Does it matter what we put in our mouth? Does nutrition matter? Does exercise matter? How we care for ourselves? And so uh, addiction, a lot of folks struggling with mental health issues maybe have a secret addiction. Maybe it's a prescription drug addiction uh, or alcohol, but where there's a secret addiction that's affecting one's mental health. So we've got to look at the whole person. And it is definitely an issue that is growing right now, not something that we typically like to talk about in the church. Why is it so important to put that out there in the world? Well, because we know that we're our country and the world actually is probably in what we call a mental health pandemic. Yes, uh, we've never seen the level and numbers of, for example, anxiety. Uh, anxiety is likely right now still the number one diagnosis. So when individuals come, they see their primary care physician, uh, the doctor asks some questions. Uh, so often uh, it comes up that there's a lot of anxiety which is affecting one's physical health as well. So we know anxiety is number one. Number two is likely depression. And addiction rates are higher than we've ever seen before. And a lot of the time, uh, these addictions, these mental health issues are associated with trauma. You've recently put a book together, Triumph Over Trauma, Finding Healing and Wholeness from Past Pain. 
Tell us a little bit about this book and why you decided to put this together. This, I never thought of doing a book on trauma. And then I looked at what's going on here. This actually is my, it'll be my 45th book. Uh, And so what I looked at is everybody coming in to see us uh, really have had multiple traumas. We came through a pandemic, which was traumatic, uh, well, on some level for everybody. But um, the trauma has just been repeated, layers of trauma. This could be, uh, maybe it's childhood issues, maybe it's childhood abuse, or maybe it's a significant loss in one's life, loss of a loved one. A loss uh, in any form can be traumatic. So whatever form that trauma takes, uh, coming through the pandemic, we just had layers of trauma and anxiety levels went up. Mm. And so I just saw this theme of individuals really carrying so much trauma. Sometimes we just think in terms of maybe uh, the military and post-traumatic stress disorder. That's very real. Um, But others suffer from trauma and post-traumatic stress disorder as well. And it's something we don't often understand. And it's something, again, going back to what I just said earlier, we don't often even want to talk about so where do we even start with this conversation and starting the whole, like starting yes. the conversation about trauma and then getting to this triumph point? Because when you're in trauma and you're in dealing with anxiety and mental health issues, there's no hope. There is no triumph. It is just a dark, ugly place. No matter what trauma we're facing, it can be paralyzing. And you you said it so well, a dark and scary place. And we know that with trauma, I think it's important to, to have somebody to be with us, to walk through it. And the key with trauma is the more we try to avoid it because it can feel um, it can feel so overwhelming and it can be uh, so paralyzing. It's like, no, I can't face what happened. It just feels, I, I remember a client some time ago telling me, if I face what really happened to me, I will lose my mind. And that's, that's what trauma does to you. You feel like, man, no, no, no. I, I, I have to basically avoid this. It's too overwhelming. But we know to really have healing, we've got to face the reality and the truth, and we've got to walk through it versus avoid it. I, I can tell you as we, and I don't, I don't mean it to sound easy, it's not, but as we do this in a proper way, uh, with trusted individuals, we can, and the reason why I put triumph is we can have a triumph over trauma. Now, we never, ever forget it. What happened, happened. And so you don't forget it. But what we do is we realize, wow, it doesn't have the same power in my life. Mm. And you'll have a new sense of direction. You'll have a new sense of, and I can tell you, you can have a new sense of just internal peace, where that level of paralyzing anxiety and depression, uh, that darkness, uh, you do do not have to live with that. When putting this all together, Triumph Over Trauma, what was the most surprising thing that you discovered? The most surprising thing that I discovered was um, the encouragement that we see in clients' lives who have had victory. They go, oh, wow, yes. Um, What we do in in facing traumas and working through this, really, it's encouraging because people's lives do change. And I think I'm the kind of individual that I really do have to see, oh, 
I have to see change. I have to see. Otherwise, kind of the work that I'm called to do uh, could be kind of disappointing. So I know there's victories. I know there's triumph. And so as we begin to look at this, go, yeah, really, really difficult topic. But there is victories and we can do this. I think the danger when you have had trauma is you want to isolate. You want to pull away from people. You, you just want to disconnect. And part of facing it is reconnecting mm-hmm. with, with trusted individuals. And that's what you're doing. How do we bring all of this back to the Bible? Yes. Take all of this yeah. and what we're learning and bring it back to the Bible and incorporate that in everything as well. I think that has to be the foundation. Biblical truths. And there is a foundational truth of God's love. And we've got to come to a place to go, despite what happened, despite the horrible things that happened, um, I've got to come to a place. Maybe it's a place of forgiveness uh, of others. Maybe it's a place of forgiveness for oneself. Maybe it's a place of just accepting forgiveness and understanding uh, God's great love for you. God's great love for us. But um, that's part of, and when we survey people a year after being here and so forth, one of the things that commonly comes up is, you know, I learned a lot of tools, my life changed, but really it's my faith that has kept me on the right path. And I think we have to have that. What separates this book and what you're saying from what others might be saying out there? Because quite often we'll hear, you know, we can come through this, we can get through this. We'll hear similar type stories. But what sets what you're doing apart and this book apart from others? I had somebody who was a, uh, in the helping professions say, you know, the biggest weakness of this book, the biggest weakness of what you do is, is faith. He goes, you got to keep faith out of it. I go, oh, so you perceive the biggest weakness is faith. And yet we see that as a foundation and one of the pillars that's necessary for recovery. Hmm. So I'm going to say so much has been done and written and uh, about uh, trauma. But you know what? A part of the whole person, part of how we're made is, is the spiritual peace and the faith. I don't believe we can look at that. I think if we don't look at it, it is eventual weakness. Now, triumph over trauma, finding healing, finding wholeness, hearing all these beautiful words, but there are going to be people that are listening going, ah, I know. What would you say to those people that are sitting there going, well, yeah, I'm hearing you say all these beautiful things. They are in the deep, dark pits of this right now. What would you say? Yes, the great question. And I I also hear that. and, and, And really, I believe I can understand that because it may feel overwhelming. You may feel totally alone. And you don't, maybe you, do, you don't feel lovable or that if, if God loved me, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, and I hear that. Um, here's what to do. Um, move away from isolating. Make sure that you are willing to work with somebody who really is equipped to help with trauma. Uh, it's, uh, there's a term these days, they call it trauma-informed care. Well, what's that mean? Trauma-informed care. This means work with somebody who really understands trauma, what it does to us physically, 
you know, trauma can alter brain chemistries. Trauma can affect our body physiologically. And so you need to work with somebody that understands this had a ripple effect and affected a lot of things in your life. And just having that knowledge, uh, it will be encouraging. Now, hang on. Don't give up too soon. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. It's so important. Stay in the game. Now, sometimes it takes a while just to get the right help. Uh, and I do understand that. Sometimes it's like, oh, I, you know, we didn't quite find the right situation or person or uh, to help you. But stay in the game. I can tell you, others will say it is so worth it. It is worth it. It definitely is. Now, speaking of stories, I had a chance to go over to your website, the Center Place of Hope, and see some stories on there. Do you have any stories of triumph over a trauma that you can share with us? Well, there's one that immediately came to mind. Uh, boy, I think it was a gal that, pretty fair to say, probably forty first 40 years of her life, uh, she lived in great uh, abuse, and and sometimes when we have a lot of abuse, emotional, physical, and sexual abuse, uh, you kind of end up choosing an abuser. So she just married somebody that continued the pattern, and uh, her wake up call was around age forty, where she realized, my goodness, this pattern. And um, now, does it take a little work to? To walk through 40 years of abuse and trauma and to relearn our true identity. Who could God make me to be? What's my real true gifts and talents? Um, Because abuse does not define you. Abuse does not define who you are as a person. Abuse, trauma, it lies to you. It tells you that you're worthless. It tells you you're foolish. You're shameful. So remember it. Trauma never tells the truth. It makes you feel bad about yourself. And I'm just saying, uh, oh, it was months, but we worked together. And and she just shares a victory story that no matter what age, no matter what age, there is hope. And speaking of hope and speaking of stories and recovery, one beautiful thing that I love that I'm reading about you is that, well, first of all, we know that everybody heals differently and everybody needs something different to get to that point of hope and to get to that point of triumph and you offer that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how you can customize a plan for each one of these people? Yeah, we're all different. And who we work with, that's why we do things. We build teams. That's why um, a person may need uh, a little more, uh, even maybe sometimes it's, we do medical care. Sometimes it's medical. We've got to uh, figure out what is going on in the body. For example, you have a thyroid issue and something medically going on or hormonal issues, you're probably going to feel anxious and depressed. Your body physiologically is having that experience. So we've got to cover what's going on in your body physically. If you have had years of addiction, well, you probably have uh, some nutrient deficiencies. Uh, people who have had a lot of alcohol uh, use or addiction in their life tend to be, we know certain nutrients, they tend to be low in their, and those affect our emotional well-being. So that's why it's so important to look at all the different pieces of the whole person. And sometimes when we have had trauma, we just learned not to take good care of ourselves. And maybe your nutrition has been terrible. I just talked to a guy yesterday. Mm. He goes, I, I think I'm averaging about 12 to 13 cups of coffee a day. Wow. <laughs> 12 to 13 cups of coffee. He goes, and I think I've done it for many, many years. 
and, and the, the follow-up question, do you think that's part of the problem? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's it's going to affect you, yes. So um, that's why the whole person is so important. When it goes, or going back to the book, when it comes to the end of the day, what do you hope people are going to take away from this book? And who are you hoping will pick up your book? Uh, I'm hoping that somebody who has struggled for a long time and you feel like there's no hope. Or you feel like you've tried a lot of different things and nothing's really changed for you. Or maybe you're the person that goes, yeah, I know all kinds of things happen to me, but I, I, I've just avoided it. And, and maybe this is the opportunity to learn to live differently. That's my hopes. It's interesting when it comes to trauma, because there are going to be those few that have that wall so strongly built that it's basically impossible Mm -hmm. to break through. Have you ever had a situation like that uh, in your own career where you've seen someone build up that wall so high and so strong that you haven't been able to see that triumph? Yeah, Yeah, I think I have. I think I have. And that's uh, um, a tad bit discouraging. I think people, I've known people who stop, they stop too soon. Uh, Maybe, and this is too much. And maybe they uh, leave care or they that's too much and they choose to go back to maybe addictive behavior uh, or they choose the pattern of abusive relationships because it's what they've known. Um, so there are ultimately we have to keep making the decision. I'm going forward, but I'm going forward and with God's help. I'm going forward with God's help. You can't really do this on your own. It's just very overwhelming otherwise. If you have that hope, you can have that triumph. And for our listeners wanting to learn more about the book, wanting to learn more about what you do, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, just aplaceofhope.com. Aplaceofhope.com. Thank you so much for making time for us. We do appreciate it. Hey, good to be with you today. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to hear this full conversation again, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.